All the voices of the wind Every dream that reaches out That reaches out To find where love begins Every word of every story Every star in every sky Every corner of creation Lives to testify For as long as I shall live I will testify to love Be a witness in the silences When words are not enough With every breath I take I give thanks to God above For as long as I shall live I will testify to love to the sea Every hand that reaches out Every hand that reaches out to offer peace Every simple act of mercy Every step to kingdom come All the hope in every heart will speak what love has I shall live, I will testify to love Be a witness in the silences when words are not enough With every breath I take, I give thanks to God above For as long as I shall live, I will testify to Today we gather to testify to the love of God that brings us here this afternoon. So welcome to worship. It's good to have you with us today. Whether here in sanctuary or online, welcome and good afternoon. 
It's a beautiful day, uh, a little cool, but still a beautiful day here in Green Valley, so it's great to have you here with us. My name is Mike Sager, one of the pastors here at Desert Hills, along with Pastor Larson, and we have our special guest today I'll be introducing here in a few moments. As you know, one of the things we do every time we gather for worship is we remind ourselves and one another what we believe God is calling us to be about. So I invite you to join with me now as we proclaim together our mission statement. Here at Desert Hills Luther Church, we celebrate, we make, who make a difference. May be so among us today. Some announcements for the coming weeks. First of all, just here, the uh, concert went well on th Thursday. So Black Market Trust are glad those that were able to be here. The men's breakfast was a huge success. Trivia night was a huge success. So we had a lot of activities going on this past week. and We hope you were able to participate in all those. Uh, the Social Concerns Ministry Diaper Drive continues in the hallway. So continue to bring your diapers till next week. You can put those in the northwest hallway. On January 25th at noon, and then again on the 28th at 6 p.m., the DHLC Foundation is hosting a gathering in the Fellowship Hall. Come and share a meal and learn more about legacy giving and the work of the foundation. Uh, they are asking you to RSVP so that they know the numbers uh, by Monday. So if you're able to let them know that you, you want to come, please let us know by Monday the 23rd. New member class will begin on February 2nd at 1 p.m. So if you're interested in learning more about Desert Hills and becoming a part of this community as a member, I invite you to sign up at the front desk again February 2nd at 1 p.m. The congregational meeting, the 2023 congregational meeting will be held on Sunday, February 5th, in between the playoffs and the Super Bowl at 1230. <laughs> and Minnesota lost, in case you uh, didn't hear that. So, uh, yes, uh, it's going to be happy at 1230 uh, p.m. There will be a light lunch served at 1145 a.m. Uh, so you can come eat and then uh, the meeting will start at 1230 Voting members will be electing new council members, representatives for our uh, Grand Canyon Synod Assembly, as well as approving the, uh, uh, voting to approve the 2023 Ministry Spending Plan will be presented. So note that February 5th. If you'd like to learn more about the proposed spending plan uh, for this new year, informational meetings will be held on Saturday, next Saturday, at 4 p.m. in between the two services on Saturday. And then again on Sunday at 9 a.m., both will be in the chapel. So please stop by and learn more about the uh, proposed spending plan for this new year. Also, the DHLC Foundation will be having their annual golf tournament. That will be scheduled for February 13th at 8 a.m. at Torres Blancas Golf Course in Green Valley here. You can sign up as you come out of the sanctuary. Turn to your right. There are tables with brochures that you can sign up there or take one home and turn it into the church office. Again, that will be February 13th. This weekend is a special weekend. Uh, we are celebrating campus ministry at the University of Arizona. Uh, campus ministry has always been something dear to my heart. Uh, I served in campus ministry in South Dakota, uh, and I know the great work and ministry that campus ministry does. So it is an honor and pleasure to have Rebecca Boardman, who is the campus pastor of UA. <laughs> On 
along with some students. And we'll be hearing, hearing from Amelia uh, later on in the service about her, uh, her experience, hopefully, right? That's, that's the plan. Okay. Uh, so it's great to have them. Make sure that you stop by their table and welcome them here. Uh, just let them know that we are a place that welcomes uh, and receives all who come into our building. Like, once again, it's a joy and pleasure to have you in worship. I invite you to join me as we open with a word of prayer. Let us pray. Holy and gracious God, we are just so thankful for this day. We're thankful that we can testify the love that you have for us and for the world as experienced in worship, in your word, in music, in life together. Bless us this day as we gather. We lift up to you this day, O oh God, the University of Arizona Campus Ministry and all the work that they do among those who attend that community. Continue to bless that work and allow all those young people as they gather together to hear your word and to hear your love for them. That they may know, too, that you love them the way that they are. We ask that you just bless us this day as we lift up our voices in praise and thanks for all that you have done, whether here in sanctuary or online. Bless us and give us your strength and let us know that we are welcomed by your love and through your grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our opening song. You can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. You can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. There's a little light in all of us by God's design. But you can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. May God's love surround you. May you find a brighter day. May he grant you the peace you seek in every way. God's light burns each life, yours and mine. Yes, you can be a beacon if you'll just let it shine. You can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. You can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. There's a little light in all of us by God's design. But you can't be a beacon if your light don't shine. shining way I'm in the glory land way telling the world that Jesus saves the day yes I'm in the glory land way I'm in the glory land way I'm in the glory land way heaven is near and the way go with clear for I'm in the glory land way Onward I go, rejoicing in his love. I'm in the glory land way. Soon I shall see him in that home above. Oh, I'm in the glory land way. I'm in the glory land. 
my soul was deep in sin had no peace no joy within my lord delivered me he brought me from the darkest place set my feet on the rock to stay my lord delivered me my lord in love delivered me within my soul he made the joy bells ring he gave me wondrous victory i shout and sing Free, my Lord delivered me. Praise his name forever, I'll sing. Blessings to me, he will ever bring. My Lord delivered me. He will guide me along the way and protect me every day. My Lord delivered me. My Lord in love delivered me. Within my soul, he made the joy bells ring. He gave me wondrous victory. Shout and sing because I'm gladly free, my Lord delivered me. My Lord in love delivered me. The joy bells ring, he gave me wondrous victory. I shout and sing because I'm gladly free. My Lord delivered me. Please join in the responsive litany this evening. Loving God, we thank you for sending your Son, who announced your reign and opened the way for all to enter the kingdom. We give thanks for the first disciples who left their nets and followed Jesus and gave their lives for their faith. We give thanks for all the disciples through the centuries who heard your call and passed on the good news. We give thanks for young and old and parents and pastors, for teachers and students, and all who have helped us follow you. We sing again. sun's first golden ray marks the breaking of the day I am turning to the light I am turning to the light I am reaching toward the sun I have journeyed through the night and the battle now is won there's a new song in my heart there's a new day dawning bright So very long ago, I lay covered by the snow, with no sign of spring inside. Now I'm turning to the light, I am turning to the light, I am reaching toward 
No gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Nepotali, but the latter time he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the nations. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. The word of the Lord. If you're weary from climbing mountains and you've been troubled with heavy rain, if you're drinking from a fountain that never quenches your thirsty dream, then come along and walk with me. We'll find the keeper of heaven's keys. When we find him, he'll set us free. Oh, come along and walk with me. For every question and every wonder, there's an answer that satisfies. When your wisdom grows weak from hunger, that's when your soul needs bread flies. Then come along and walk with me. We'll find the keeper of heaven's keys. When we find him, he'll set us free. Oh, come along and walk with me.
you sisters and all you brothers if we're the children of Abraham then let us prove it by telling others about the shepherd who loves his land then come along and walk with me we'll find the keeper of heaven's keys when we find him he'll set us free oh come along and walk with me oh come along and walk with me Today's second reading is from Matthew chapter 4, verses 12 through 23. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the lake, the territory of Zebulun and Nepali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephali, on the road by the sea across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles. The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. For those who sat in the regions and shadows of death, light has dawned. From the time Jesus began to proclaim, repent for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went through Galilee teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, O Christ. Christ. Well, good afternoon. It's delightful to be back here with you again. My name is Pastor Rebecca Boardman, and I'm honored to serve as the pastor of Lutheran Campus Ministry and to bring um, greetings on behalf of the bears. <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. The wildcats. I did this again. Bear down, wildcats. I can't tell you how many times I've messed that up. Um, in this very moment. Yes, well... Let's remember what's happening in the first few chapters of Matthew to set us up before this great call story. We, of course, have the genealogy of Jesus and the messianic promise that we find within that. Jesus is born. Herod is after him. The family escapes to Egypt. And then they come back and make a home in Nazareth. John the Baptist with those, uh, you know, leather skins and honey and light wild locusts, right? He calls the church leaders brood of vipers. Not great in your first year. Um, but 
They get over it, and he baptizes Jesus in the River Jordan. Uh, but did they get over it? No, because Jesus is sent into the wilderness for 40 days and comes back to find out that John has been arrested. So here we are, the start of chapter 4 already, and John is going to die. And it reminds us of the shortness of time that Jesus and John had together. And we know that Elizabeth and Mary had a special connection while they were pregnant. But of course, we don't really know the stories, do we, of the boys when they are young. I look at my nephews, age 10 and 12, and all the trouble they get into in the woods behind my parents' house. And I think, oh, if we only had a camera, right? If we only had a recording of what those boys did in the small towns. But alas, there was no um, social media, no childhood pranks were recorded, and so we just get to meet John and Jesus together as adults. And we learn that Jesus didn't go to Galilee because he was restless. He withdrew. It's an important word. The Greek word is anachorio. It means to go back or return. And I love the image of Jesus returning to the sea in a time of grief. Have you ever heard that old adage, the cure for anything is salt water, whether it's tears or sweat or the sea? It's definitely helped me a few times in my life. So Jesus knows that John is about to be killed and their time together wasn't enough. They had big dreams for the world and now he'd have to go at it alone. And this is when the uh, humanity of Jesus really astounds us because remember he was tested in the wilderness for 40 days and 40 nights and did not flinch but it's losing his best friend that rocks his soul isn't that God made flesh Emmanuel right just like you and me because humans were not designed to walk the earth alone we cannot live into God's preferred future for us alone. We try so hard, especially my young adults, but all broken roads lead us deeply into the need for community. And so even Jesus needed community, amen? And modeled that koinonia from the very beginning I imagine he might have had even tears in his eyes as he walked along the Sea of Galilee. And then he sees Simon Peter and Andrew. And somehow he just knows that it wasn't just John that would follow him. That he cannot let the grief of John consume him. It's time to call others into this work. And then he sees two more brothers, James. And would you believe his brother's name is John and what were they doing? They were mending their nets, literally sewing together broken pieces. Ah, oh, what an image, right? So Jesus calls out to them, and immediately they left their father and followed him. Hmm. I imagine community is a big part of what brought you here today. Now, I know the music and the sloppy joes are bar none, right? top notch but you can find those things other places 
when attention is given, churches are uniquely suited to gather people together from different walks of life and knit them together into community. It's one of our superpowers if we use it well. The thing is, most young adults in today's society have not experienced church to be that in their lifetime. It's something for their grandparents or it's something for someone else or it's a place of judgment or irrelevance. But the search for belonging is deep within all of our souls and so that enters in the need for campus ministry. I've spent 15 years listening to the fears and the questions and the doubts of young adults. And I hear too often they become paralyzed or even despondent, pessimistic about the state of the world, the state of their future, and the pandemic certainly didn't help. And so too often when we become frustrated, we turn inward, right? We withdraw in our own ways into worlds that we create on our phones or in our heads. And in fact, what we need to do is to look outward. And community is that answer. And so I said to them as we started our semester together, every question you have in this world can be um, addressed in this space. How do you cut a watermelon? Someone in community knows the answer. How do we address climate change? Someone knows the answer here. How do we make friends in a new place? How do we find joy after the death of a friend? We need each other, dear friends. Our deepest human hunger is for belonging. Some have it within your families and some not, but we all need belonging beyond our nuclear families. And in our Christian language, koinonia, is what that is, and we are the manifestation of that. And by investing in campus ministry, we are the church on campus with 50,000 young adults in Tucson. So this is what campus ministry is. We're like a companion workbook to their college experience that helps them through the journey of young adulthood. As they're being shaped in the classroom by their careers, we're here to help shape the whole person because adulting is hard, right? And we just can't do it alone. We spent our fall semester focused on the word courage and using biblical stories to figure out how God calls courage out of us in finding our callings to work towards peace and justice in the world and to practice Sabbath when the world is telling us to work, work, work. So I'm here, we're here today um, to extend a huge thank you to your community for your investment, your prayers, your support, your love, your baked goods, all the ways that you have invested in our community over the years, but especially in the past couple years that I've been here. Your generosity and your partnership is felt and appreciated and tremendous. So thank you for all the ways we pray that we have a beautiful partnership for years to come and know that we are your church on campus every day as we are church together in the Grand Canyon Synod. I brought some of our students with me today so that they are gonna introduce themselves and then Amelia is gonna share a few thoughts about what campus ministry has meant to her. Uh, my name 
My name is Carly. I'm a sophomore. I'm originally from Minnesota, and I am studying aerospace engineering at the University of Arizona. Hello, everyone. My name is George. Um, I grew up in Tucson, and I went to our Savior's Lutheran Church uh, right near campus, so uh, it's kind of cool to get the continuity of continuing to be in that space and go to um, youth ministry there. Um, all the way through now, uh, our campus ministry also meeting at the same church. Um, I'm a senior now at the University of Arizona studying civil engineering, and I'm actually going to be there another year as well uh, for doing my master's. Um, so this spring isn't, isn't necessarily the end at, the, at campus ministry for me. Um, and so, thank you. Hi, my name's Annika. I'm also from Minnesota. I'm a sophomore. And... <laughs> <laughs> I'm studying physiology and medical sciences, so, yeah. Hi, I am Amelia. I graduated from U of A in May 2021, but I have been involved with LCM almost six years now, um, since I was a freshman, and it's been a journey. We've gone through a lot of changes in that time. Um, Pastor Ron retired, we added Rebecca to our staff, um, and then we had the whole COVID pandemic, and that was crazy. Um, and then we moved locations last year. So we've gone through a lot of changes in six years, but I have been very fortunate to find LCM to be a family for me. Um, my family moved across the country when I was a sophomore, so I really found myself clinging to this community. Um, so we have Wednesday night dinners every week, we have semester retreats, we go on international spring break trips, and those have all been really, really great bonding experiences. Um, so I hope I speak on behalf of everyone that LCM really is our family on campus. Um, and currently, we're getting excited about our Ireland spring break trip that's coming up. Um, and I got to go on our last one, which was 2018. Um, we haven't had one since then, so I'm excited to see our new students getting ready for that. Um, but yeah, we're hoping that it'll be a great experience. Um, it's kind of the bonding experience of a lifetime to be across the world when you've never been international before. Um, but we really just want to say thank you for supporting our community. Um, we wouldn't be able to offer so much to our students without your support. So thank you. During Epiphany, our community is focusing on the parable of the talents, breaking it down um, and taking this parable um, through the weeks and reflecting on how um, God gifts us all differently. And we have to find the courage um, to share those gifts with the world. And this past Wednesday night, we were talking about the barriers to sharing those gifts. And I was humbled to hear our students share their doubts and anxieties and insecurities, voicing them aloud to this group of 25 peers. But then we made these little epiphany stars in another life. I was maybe a kindergarten teacher, and so I liked the craft store. And, um, and so anyway, so we made these little stars, and um, I, I put name, everyone's name on them and then asked them um, to write one of the gifts they see in one of their friends. And then they asked for more stars because they just, like, oh, I want to make one for this person and for this person. And I realized they very easily could identify the gifts and celebrate those in each other. And so that is your homework assignment as well. 
to think about what are the gifts that you see in your neighbors. Too often in our society, in our culture, we focus on our critiques of one another and not celebrations. And an essential part of Jesus' ministry was recognizing and calling people the invitation into service towards our world. Because that is the only way we make this world a kinder place, right? So how can you encourage someone else in their gifts this week? Whether it's by a note or an email, a verbal compliment, or a little paper star. I pray that you would lift up another's gifts and recognize that when we share our gifts, our world becomes a little brighter. Amen.
of Jesus and his love. Our worship continues as we confess together the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day, he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. At this time, we will gather our offerings. The artist draws a portrait with a likeness strong and true. Potter spins his wheel with a talent held by few. And you are all so blessed with the gift God gave to you. You took the weathered heart of stone and did what no one else can do. You found love in the water, the spring long dry. You broke through the hard shell of a man. You breathed life into his soul. It was cold as if he died. I've been touched by a gifted hand. I found love in your gifted hand. Words live on the pages when written down with tears. A castle built of stone can last a thousand years. And you have forged a chain of silver pure and strong. Bind our hearts together until this world is gone. You found love in the water, the spring long dry. You broke through the hard shell of a man. You breathed life into his soul, was cold as if he died. I've been touched by gift and hand. I found love in your gifted hand.
found love in the water of a spring long dry. You broke through the hard shell of a man. You breathed life into his soul. Was cold as if he'd die. I've been touched by a gifted hand. I found love in your gifted hand. Together to follow Jesus, we pray for the church, the world, and all who are in need. As we prepare to pray, we are reminded of the words that come to us from the 27th Psalm. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom then shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? One thing I ask of the Lord, one thing I seek that I might dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek God in the temple. My heart speaks your message. Seek my face. Your face, O Lord, I will seek. Amen. We continue with our prayers. Lord, we come to you to offer our thanks and prayers the gifts of time, talent, treasure for your mission in the world to bring good news, help, and hope for all people. Lord, in your mercy. We remember, especially this weekend, those who have recently died. We ask that you continue to be with the family and friends of Wiley Schimmel and Rick Keeven. We ask God that as we continue to remember them, and support their families, that you would continue to give them as strength and understanding of your resurrection. Lord, in your mercy. New to our prayer list this week is Harlan Rosvold. Continue to give him that which he needs in this moment, in this day. We give thanks, Lord, for those who are off of our list of Connie Carter, Nancy Retan, Bob Dom and Babby Linton. We thank you, Lord, for being in and amongst and around their lives. Now, O oh God, is our time to come to you with those names that are both on our prayer list as well as, well as families and friends we know to be in special need this day. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, we especially pray tonight that you continue to be with Pastor Rebecca Boardman. Give her that inspiration and give her that passion. Fire it, O Lord, as she does the ministry that God has called her to do. We thank you for the privilege of being part of Lutheran Campus Ministry. We thank you, Lord, for the students that have gone through are currently in and who will be part of that such vital ministry of our church. Lord, in your mercy. God, we continue to pray for all those who are traveling, those that are coming and returning to this place, 
those who are doing all of the things that are necessary in order to arrive safely here to where they can hear that word of grace and love and care and forgiveness. Lord, in your, Lord, in your mercy. Be with us this night, O God, as we continue to live out and to be the light that has come into the world. Help us to be reflective of the light that you have so instilled in each one of us. As we recognize this season of Epiphany, O God, as we hear the words of your call to the disciples, help us know that you have called each one of us to be your children. We pray all of these things, O God because of and through your blessed Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who taught us to pray, and please join with. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen.
Put your feet on the rock and your name on the roll. So when it's called up yonder, you won't worry about your soul. You know your home is waiting and it's something to behold. So put your feet on the rock and your name on the roll. Yeah, put your feet on the rock and your name on the and serve the Lord. Come on and put your feet on the rock, your name on the road. When it's called up yonder, you won't worry about your soul. You know your home is waiting, and it's something to behold. You put your feet on the rock, and your name on the road. Yeah, put your feet. 